Hi, I'm Heather Knight, and this is the Surviving to Thriving podcast. One in four women will experience severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. We're going to discuss the taboo topic of domestic violence and the tools our thrivers have used to succeed in life. We want you to know that you are not alone in this fight. Please keep listening if you or anyone you know has been impacted by domestic violence. Before we get into today's episode, I would like to thank our sponsor, Night Protection Services for making this podcast possible and all the support they provide our cause. One of the questions that I wanted to ask you was the moment that you decided that you were not going to be old Beata anymore. What was that like? What went through your head and what were those first steps that you took to start this new journey and this new realization? Thank you for that question. So I was introduced into journaling at some point of my life when I was already on this healing journey. And why journaling? Because we want it or not, 86%, I think research says, or 90% of people, we are visual. And even when we think our thoughts, we can't see them and remember them. And even if you have for a second, like, oh, I don't deserve that life. But then life happens and you just adjust to what is. When I started writing, when I was invited to this journaling with uh, guided prompts at that time, it just got me into really into thinking like, oh my gosh, who's that person is? Because what she is doing is totally opposite from what she wants in life. So I was sabotaging myself and I didn't know that because I didn't have time to stop for a second and think about that because our thoughts is like uh, clouds yeah it's like boom boom the next one the next one when you write and it can be pen and paper but it also can be laptop your secure place wherever you feel like it's just for you and at that time i was sharing with my coach but it was secure i realized that there is so many stories that were sabotaging my true desires and they were not mine even like i was talking it was a lot my patterns and beliefs that i took as a child and i was carrying them way along but i didn't wanted them and if you don't want something but you don't know it because you cannot see it you're gonna stick to what is and this what is usually is not good for you so the feeling was when I first, I was shocked. Like, seriously, I was like, I do not know who is that person. Is it really me? So it was shocking. And then it was releasing. Oh my gosh. It's like you, I don't know. We were talking before on Sunday, you took day off mental break. Yes. And it was so like, peaceful and releasing and light and it's what I felt I felt so light that inside that I don't have to be that person it's my choice it, I'm the author of my story and I can start writing a new one anytime I want but I would say that there were three steps to that because I started writing I received clarity on who I am, what do I want, and how, how I want to get there. And then there was confidence that since now I know who that person is that I don't want to be, I have the power to change it and 
if you want to change something, you have to do something differently. Uh, I'm sure you know the definition of insanity. Yeah? The biggest insanity in life, Albert Einstein says, it's doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And it's what we do in our life all the time. We are stubborn to, do, to stay in the same relationships. And then we are like, but I want different. I want more love. I want more excitement. Go and get it. You have to create it. And the confidence is not about, you know, that you're born with it. You can do it with stretching your comfort zone and believing that you are capable of becoming who you want to become. Because if you want to become who you've never been before, you have to do stuff that you've never done before. A little maybe complicated. <laughs> anyway, I made it complicated. But basically, confidence is that what you learn by doing stuff and going for the vision that you create. So clarity, confidence, and the my favorite, it's my favorite word, courage. You have to have courage to take actions that you never took before to become someone who you've never been before. And it's also about thinking. You know, it starts with your thinking. You have to start think differently about who you can be before you become that person. And then nothing happens without action. So take responsibility for your life and take courageous action. And courage doesn't mean that it needs to be, you know, like, like I said, jumping out of the plane. No, because you might not like the jumping out of the plane feeling. I love it, but you don't. We are all different and it's beautiful, I think, about us that we are all different. Take small steps, even writing down one morning for three minutes how I want my life to look like when I'm not afraid anymore. So just expand your vision, expand what is possible for you because I think very often we are so stuck in this story that there, that that's it. I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm whatever, too not enough. And we just say to ourselves, oh, it's not possible for me. It's possible for everyone else, but not for me. Everything is possible for you if you decide to. I 100% agree with that. And I think that it's really important to just, you know, reiterate it over and over again for our listeners because they may be at that point where they just need to hear it to believe it. So I appreciate that. And, um, you know, I really like the actionable steps. Um, I think that that's such a key part uh, because, you know, you can you know, believe all day that you are enough or that you yeah. don't deserve this. But if you don't know how to move on and, and start that next step, then, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do. So I always think that those actionable steps are key. That's um, why affirmations very often don't work because we can say all day what we are, but without going and doing that, we will never become that person. We will never even feel have the feeling how it is to be that person or have that job or that different life. Yeah, definitely. Going back to um, something you said before was, you know, you used to um, push your husband's buttons and yes. um, 
Did you self-sabotage that relationship? Because one, either, you know, this is too good to be true. You don't deserve any of this. So, you know, I'm going to just sabotage this. Or was it, you know, that this is a good thing, but you're so used to the bad thing that you wanted to form that into the bad thing, because that's what was normal to you. Do you, do you know, uh, I hope that I, I explained that I right. Think, no, I think there is mixed of everything. I definitely was bringing the old beliefs and my pains and my wounds from my previous relationship, the long relationship that eventually he's going to leave me. So I think it was my biggest fear in me that eventually he's going to leave me because everyone leaves me. So I'm gonna work it out. So because I think when we do it, we feel like we are in control and we love to be in control. So if I can predict it and make him go now, so this pain that I'm expecting is gonna just happen and I can say, checked, okay, I was right. Because it's again, we want very often to be right. We want confirmation of what our mind is thinking and the, the fear, especially fears. Again, my biggest fear was like, eventually it's not gonna work. I was for 11 years in relationship and he left me. So there is no other way. It was my deep belief that I had to work. And I didn't mention that, that actually we split with my husband for a short time. And in the meantime, he went back to his ex-wife. So. It was another fear, like, okay, we talk it through, we work on it, but eventually I'm not enough. I cannot have this normal life like everyone else. So he is going to leave me anyway, just because I don't deserve or for his ex-wife. So this was huge. So I was sabotaging myself. I was trying to predict my future and create it when you try, you know, again, it, it also you should write it down what you focus on grows so i was focusing day and night being at, even working and how you know that you are doing it because around your heart there's so such a, a lot of tightness and the fear is like everything is like in you are so sensitive and there's a tension and when you are a fighter as like me I wanted to fight. You know what I wanted to fight? I wanted to fight for my right. Like, I was right. He is going to leave me anyway. So he does not deserve to be here now because I know that he... So we. It, it's funny because I believe we are such a great story uh, writers, and but hardly ever we try to write the good ones for ourselves. And it's always this yeah, human mind goes to what can go wrong instead of what can go right so again answering your questions i was doing all what you said i was sabotaging myself i was trying to be right i thought that i'm protecting myself so i will make him leave now so i don't have to go through it later on and i did not believe enough in myself that i deserve See, i was still on the journey but i was already on the journey so thank goodness I did not went to the rabbit hole and did not screw it up totally. And I invited my husband to join me on that journey of self-awareness and self-growth. And he joined me because I see also in a lot of relationships 
that one person is growing and the other, like in my previous relations, he is or she is fine where they are. And no matter what, you cannot fool them. And the ladies, they are okay. If he cannot come to my level, I will go back to his level and it's disaster. And it's disaster, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. I think your story and, and your journey is just so amazing. And I want to talk about where that's brought you now. What are you doing today? And how are you helping people that were in your same shoes get to where you are today? Well, I work mostly with women. And again, think for yourself first. It's my mantra. And it's what I at least I try to invite them on this journey. So we journal, of course. And because when we journal together, I can quickly get into their heads and uh, how they operate on a daily basis. And very often I see same fears, same uh, struggles that I was going through. Today I'm a coach and I want to motivate women through speaking. So I just joined the Les Brown also training because I want to inspire every single human, every single woman to change, to have this courage to change. Because I know that change is scary. But again, if you don't change what you don't like, you're just going to leave it. You're just going to have it in your life. So I, I work with women on their mindset and I highlight because we all have our strengths that we don't see. So we focus on their thinking and we focus on their strengths and ability to overcome challenges successfully because we often think that if there is a challenge, probably it will end bad. It can be successful even if you have to go through, you know, dark times and it will be hard, but you can do hard because you are still here. I I love that. I think that it's, you know, just because it's hard, just because you're in a dark place doesn't mean that there's not a light at the end of the tunnel, that you can't come out of that, that you can't be better and thrive on the other side. So I think that's yes. always key because when you're in that dark place, it seems like there's no end. Um, so just reiterating that and, and, you know, making that a point um, to our listeners, I think is so great. Wrapping up, I just want to ask, is there anything that you want to reiterate or mention that we haven't reached yet or, or talked about yet to our listeners? I think we talk about everything, Jess. I want to encourage every single listener, is it the men or women, do not give up on your dreams because we, sometimes I believe we see dreams as something that can't be reached. It's like not tangible. But without that vision, you're going to live small life. So, and people are going to tell you that, come on, be real. Yes, they will say, stop dreaming, be real. And my final thought would be, don't let people without a vision tell you what is possible for you. Because it's possible that they are wrong. And what then? Yeah, definitely. I think that's spot on for sure, because nobody knows what you can do except for you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes even you don't even know what you can do. 
um, until that's you why it. you have to take actions. <laughs> yep, <laughs> exactly. So we've got a few questions that we ask every guest that comes on the show. And the first one is what are your goals for the next 12 months? My goals, actually, I just released that I want to be on more stages, even virtual stages. So that's why I'm, I'm training with the best. And again, if you want to live better life, join people that are already there or they are on the way so they can just bring you on the journey with them and uh, clients I, I i love to help women and also thank you for having me here so i can if i can reach only one person that will decide that today is my day and i will do this one small step towards who i want to be or what i deserve it's enough i, I just want to touch as many souls as many lives as I can and convince them that if this small Polish girl from the village that you cannot even find on the map could make it and is impacting lives, you can do it for yourself. That's awesome. What is something that the new you would say to the old you? I would say I'm going to use actually your, your words, stop surviving and start thriving. You deserve it. It's all in your hands. And when you take responsibility for your life, you will get there. I love it. What is something that you can recommend to our listeners to help them through a tough time? First of all, I would encourage you to pause. And this situation when we are still working, but we have more time to look inside of you. And journaling for me is number one tool that you can do it. Combined with meditation, you are gonna just be like a rock star. It's what I do. But start with writing. Writing what you want, what are your desires, and don't think what the world wants from you. Find out who you are, who, who is that person sitting there, what their heart is singing for, and go for it. I love it. Uh, what is a book, podcast, or ebook, or content that you would recommend to our listeners? Uh, well, I love books since I was just seven years old, yeah, because I believe if you want to be successful in life, you have to be a leader. So, and leading starts with yourself. So anything what from uh, John Maxwell, uh, Bernard Burchard, of course. And I love the four agreements. Uh, who was it? Uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. And uh, yeah, I could like go and go on. But also Paulo Coelho, I don't know if you know him, but he is also an amazing person. Yeah, his books and podcasts except yours that we are here now, of course, surviving to thriving is number one. And the other one that I go to is life is a marathon. It's by uh, Bruce Van Horn, my friend coach that whole my transformation started with him. I, I would send you also for inspiration and actually just to, to see that you are not alone in your struggles. 
Awesome. Thank you. And where can our listeners find you if they want to learn more from you? Thank you for asking about that. So my website, it's www.beatalifecoaching.com or Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram are my websites or places where you can easily reach out to me. Awesome. Beata, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. You have a very inspirational story and such wisdom to give to our listeners. So thank you so much. Thank you, Heather. If you or anyone you know has been victimized by domestic violence, please reach out to us for resources and ways our organization can help you. You can find us on social media at 2thrivingatl, T-O, thriving, A-T-L or online at 2thriving.org.